0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Ladies and gentlemen, it was a long weekend for me. I got Dalton right next to me, and oh my gosh, it was a long weekend and one that's hard to find the words to describe it. Man, there was state track this weekend, there was a bunch of spring sports that I was at this weekend, and not gonna lie. I was too busy talking to this guy via Snapchat to even care about what was going on at the track meet I was at. So, Dalton, fill, fill everyone in on just what happened this weekend. What what just happened this weekend?
1: Yeah, so it was definitely a crazy weekend for the uh, CCHS girls' tennis team. Um, we went up to Missoula for the state tournament and ended up uh, winning the state title for the first time in 32 years, I believe. Um, 32 is correct. Yep. And so it was a huge weekend for uh, the tennis team and really the whole um, high school um, because you can talk about the drought that in your stats that you've been
0: talking oh, about.
1: Absolutely. If you see my Facebook posts, you see
0: my tweets, yeah, you see those things, um, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Miles City Test was their first state title since 91. It's not 92 as the MHSA indicates. They have Miles City and Glendive mixed up a couple of the years, but golly dang, it's a drought I'm sure glad to see end. And you know what else is a more impressive drought? It's the first non football title for CCAHS
1: since 2007. This guy was a toddler and I was in kindergarten. Yeah, it's definitely crazy to think about. um, and, yeah, I just came back as a uh, volunteer coach this year, but I was really excited and glad to be able to be a part of it uh, down in Missoula. And I, it was this crazy weekend. We ended up getting back um, at about 5 a.m. Really? Saturday morning. Yep, because uh, the second day of the state tournament was on Friday, and uh, it was actually rain. Uh, so we got, all got put inside with only four courts available. So we played all day long, got over about 9 o'clock, uh, got crowned as state champs and had to drive all the way back that night, getting back at 5 a.m. Um, the next morning. And so just a crazy weekend. I know a lot of those girls on that team are graduating today. Um, and so or they did. It yep. Kind of, it's uh, almost 10 o'clock on a <laughs> Sunday night. And yeah, so just, just a, a weekend they'll never forget, that's for sure. As was said in
0: Breaking Bad, You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. I'll tell you how I'm feeling, especially, you know, Dalton told me that they had won. I was at Subway finishing my final press release for the USTF national track website, the last one I'm doing for this summer. I was at Subway. I didn't order anything. I was just typing it up, you know, wait for updates from this guy. He said, wait, hold on, Uh, the best, they lost the fifth and sixth place match. The best we can do is tie. Oh no, we're running out outright. So I'm going to tell you how I'm
1: feeling. Fucking great. I feel fucking great right now. Isn't that right, Dalton? Yeah, it's definitely... I, I let you know as soon as I knew. Um, Right when I found out that we'd run it outright, I sent you that text. And uh knew you'd be excited, so you were the first I let know. And um, I know you sent me some videos. You're uh, damn right! I sent you videos. Going crazy, and I showed them to the bus and... The the guys on the guys and girls on the team loved them, and they they were just proud to have you as their number one supporter, and they were glad to make you that happy and bring home a state title. Damn right. Now we're both college kids now.
0: You know, I'm forty years out of college, but I still love CCDHS. But I'll tell you what, there's a particular reason. You know, Miles City, as you've always known, is a football town. It's known as a football town and Still you can probably say a one-dimensional type town. You know, I mean I was in kindergarten the last time we won state in a sport that wasn't football. We, we got seconds and thirds but not quite a first and It was a long time up until my sophomore year of high school this same tennis program went like seven years without getting anybody to the state tournament.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a huge turnaround. And uh, you've talked about the droughts uh, we've had overall um, since 2007 besides football. Uh, then also um, the droughts for like the tennis, the girls' tennis team, 32 years. And I think you'll like to hear this, Zach, but I'm here to tell you I think this can become a more common occurrence for the tennis team. And I think we can build um, – you know a little dynasty of a team here if you look at the success we're starting to have uh last year the boys team one point away from a team yeah. title um, he did that all by himself dang it yeah. <laughs> and someone else it. the difference is this for
0: the girls people started to win matches
1: yeah and it was great to see uh we got two straight men's divisional titles now uh three straight women's divisional titles now and i'm not so sure uh the girls can't win it again next year and i'm super excited right. like is Alina going to be back next year? I mean, as a foreign exchange student, I heard different things though. Yeah. um, And that's still, that's still uh, not for sure. But um, so she's not a foreign exchange student. Uh, she came here um to get away from Ukraine. Um, Understandable. Yep. And uh, I'm not sure. I know there's talk about them moving, uh, I think to Tennessee, but I don't know if it's decided not if they're going to stay right. or not, but if she, if she sticks around, that's a huge, huge addition to the tennis team going to next year. And, Um, yeah, with her next year, I think she would be the favorite for the title. And I think the girls would be the favorite to repeat. It would all depend
0: on who she would have around her. I mean, that'd be um, at least third or fourth all by herself is the thing. Because, um, I mean, the question is, they have to have
1: other people winning games. I don't know if you had any other underclassmen, but. Um, yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, we did lose a lot of seniors that got us points at state, but, um, you know, someone uh, that kind of flew under the radar that you probably didn't even know made the state tournament. Um, There's Kinsey Brimmer, uh, she was a sophomore. And I'm not sure if she'll hear this, but uh, we ended up, she won one match at state in the loser's bracket to get us one single point. And that final tally was 25-24 in favor of Miles City over Polston. And so without her, we might not win the state title. And so this was her first year playing tennis. She was a sophomore this year. Uh, made huge improvements to the year, and I'm super excited to see how she does next year. And uh, and yeah, I don't think um, she should get credit. For, you know, she should get credit for that because that one win could have been the difference. So you're, you look to be
0: seem to be really good at math. You told me before we got on here that they didn't score 25 points. They scored 28 points.
1: Yeah, and that's uh you know me and uh, a couple of our other coaches. We were doing the math, and we got our total to 28 points. And so what was it a scoring error or what? Um, I, think, I think so. I think they must have added the points wrong. Thankfully, they had us winning it, so it wasn't a problem um, when they announced first and second. And when they announced first and second, they did not tell us the team points. So we didn't know the official tally until the next morning when we saw the MHSA post saying 25-24. And so then we counted up and we were like, ah, oh, no, I think we had 28. But luckily, we didn't have to worry about an argument with scoring.
0: You know what's more embarrassing on the MHSA part? And I may have talked about this a few minutes ago. The MHSA say, saying that Miles City's won in 92 and Glendive in 91. It's the other way around, dipshits. <laughs> like, MHSA has woefully incomplete records. I'll say that right now. Like Even the past champions aren't the worst in the world, but they're not always correct. And the record books in, across all sports are even worse. Apparently according to the MHSA, there's a number of athletes I could name that don't even exist in their eyes that otherwise would be on in their record books.
1: Yeah, it's that's why it's always good to have you around, Zach. You you will let us know what's right and what's wrong and uh and I'll, you know, let, I'll let the people on Twitter here and I'm known to do that. Yes, sir, yes sir. And there's nothing like, you know, winning a divisional team title and then letting you know and figuring out the history behind it and when's the last time and you know, the records behind it. So it's great to have someone like you looking at our stats. You know, like,
0: you know, the trophies are sitting right there in the hallway, and the banners are, are right up there on the gym wall. They're <laughs> available for everyone to see. You know what, Zach? There'll be another banner added. <laughs> Dang right. They're they're running out of room, pretty much. There's no room on the south side anymore. Like, I don't know what they're going to do at this point.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep, and, yeah, Um. just back to tennis. Uh yeah, so winning that this year, there was a lot. I mean, we got Brynn, who plays fourth. Uh, Brynn Coffin, she'll be yeah. leaving. We got the doubles team of Emma and Laney, uh, who got fourth leaving. And yeah. uh, then we got um doubles team of Demi, Demi Williams and Chloe Dickman also leaving. Oh, wow. But uh, returning, we'll have uh, Kinsey Brimmer, as I talked about. Um, hopefully, Alina. And yeah. uh, then also, um, Stella Rapson will be back. And she was one match from state this year. Ooh, that, that's a little rough, you know. But... Uh, and so she'll be back, hopefully strong. And then there's um, lots of other girls I think will be able to uh, step up and help fill, fill shoes because, you know, if you look at it, we send so many girls to state out of the division that uh, a lot of the girls on our team that almost didn't even make the varsity roster would have been, you know, in the one, two, or three spots in a lot of other teams. That's just how confident of a team we were this year. Poulsen was the favorite going into it. But I thought, don't count our
0: girls out, you know, and, um, and God, I had something to say, but I guess I forgot it. You know, this is <laughs> the first time, this is the fifth title in school history, first one besides football since 07, first one in any sport since 19. This guy was was in 19, and we got some pretty sweet pictures in that year of 19. Ain't that right, Dalt?
1: Yes, it is. I remember... Uh won the state championship and we got a nice looking picture on the field after that
0: one (laughs) and i posted them all over social media i even went so far as to put one of those well the sun was blocking us so we had to redo it in the
1: sun (laughs) and uh yeah i remember uh talking to you before the uh before we headed down to missoula for state and i told you um i had a lot of confidence in our girls to win the title and yeah, you say Polston was the favorite, but in my mind, I always believed, you know, our girls was gonna, were going to get it done, and, uh, and you know, it might have been a little closer than it needed to be, than I, and I expected it to be. That's um, common in tennis, though. It is, it is, but I'm just proud of them for getting it done, and it was just, it was a really good end of the year, and I uh, hope that this really turns the uh, turns the drought around and sets the program in Absolutely. the right direction, and, you know, there's more to come before that drought goes that long again.
0: For the sake of it, we be- I absolutely do not want to have to wait another 16 years. I mean, I'll say this. I remember when we were kids, I think I was in, like, junior high, and, Dalton, you were in, like, elementary school. I think we were out actually playing badminton out here in the front yard. And, you know, it was Cooper, I, and you, and I don't know who else, and, like, a couple other guys, and you're like, our sports are on a decline. We were kind of talking about that a little bit. We were, and then because besides football at the time when I was in junior high, that was kind of the lowest of the lowest for every other sport, especially on the individual standpoint, you know, cross country and track were near the bottom. Wrestling was near the bottom. Golf was average, but like not where wasn't really going to state as a team, I guess. Uh, I mean, basketball was decent, but they couldn't get out of divisionals. You know, there's some context there. Um, but for a while, football was all we had. It's like it's like Permian, isn't it? Like Permian, Odessa, Texas, in their movie
1: Friday Night Lights, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And I'm just hoping that um, this just this just puts starts putting programs on the right track again, and hopefully is a sign to come for uh, all sports at CCDHS, not just not just the tennis or football teams.
0: Yeah, most people in Miles City would say football, in particular. For being honest with you, like, like tennis is one of a bunch of programs that have turned around here. I mean, my sophomore year of wrestling was dead last in the state. Three years later, they were third. My freshman year track, well, it's unfortunately gone back down to that level now. But when those, when two coaches came along, named Paul Yokum and Lewis Polko, they. They were four points of the state meet almost dead last. Two years later, second at state. That's a team I was on there. And unfortunately they've gone back down, but uh now tennis. They might have had the longest shot of all. Like they went seven years like nobody could get to state, and now look what they where they are. They got a doubles team to get third. You know, then they got a girl to stay a couple years in a row, and then I guess you got fourth as a freshman, and then started taking more kids to state and kids started placing and winning and you know, you guys ended up third one point from it. And now look how far this program's coming. It's gotten, talk about getting better every single year. It's like, it's like, it's it's like Secretariat. You run the, like every, every single quarter faster than the previous one. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And I think a lot of that just has to do with, um, you know, we've, these last couple of years, we've done a good job with getting uh, athletes to come out and just try it out, um, because I know uh, my freshman year, you know, eighth grade year, um, nobody really knew about tennis. Uh, there wasn't really a uh, thought that, oh, tennis is a program in the school I would want to be a part of. And no one had really even tried it. And so a big part of that is, um, I think, just, yeah, just getting athletes, get kids to try it. Um, Because I know from my experience, once you try it and you start having fun with it, it is a lot of fun and it is just a great program to be a part of. And so I think uh, the, there's more kids just trying it and realizing, oh, this is super fun. I enjoy this. And now the success is just piling up. And so, yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this and you're wondering what to do in the spring, check out the tennis team, you know. And I think it's, I mean, I can't say enough good things about it. I think it's really fun. Uh, atmosphere is good. And hopefully we can keep winning titles and you can have success.
0: The courts seem to have gotten a lot nicer, too, with them putting tars on all those cracks and stuff. You know, it kind of needs some remodeling, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it definitely does. And I was thinking about that just, just the other day. Um, I was, I mean, in Missoula, we're playing on these courts, no cracks, perfect, perfect condition. And I come home, I look at our courts, and we just want to stay title with, uh, you know, our courts not even being playable to host a tournament. Uh, is that so? Yeah, we can't even host a state tournament because of the condition of oh, our court.
0: It's because of requirements, right? You have to have an indoor court to be able to host a state
1: tournament. That's a requirement, isn't it? Oh, uh, I think it is. I think it is. Yep. So with that, yeah. So I guess we wouldn't be able to host it anyway. But even, even divisionals, I think uh, we can't.
0: Yep. They actually did in 2017. They hosted divisionals that year.
1: Yeah, but it's supposed to cycle. Um, So like technically last year we were supposed to host it, but because... The condition of our courts, we did not. No, so why in the world did they allow us
0: to host it in 2017, which was six years ago?
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not for sure. I'm thinking the courts must have been in a little nicer condition back then. Uh, I don't remember for sure, but I know um, now there's there's several courts that, yeah, we definitely need to uh, do something about. And so I'm hoping going forward, especially with the success and the numbers we have, uh, we can do something to help the, those courts condition. Now. For some
0: historical perspective of the Eastern A. So I graduated from CCDHS in 2019. And I realized this recently. We, Mile City, we were the only school. So there's six schools in the old Eastern A, right? There's Glendive City, Mile City, Hardin-Laurel, Billing Central. Mile City, we were the only school. In in my time at CCHS, that four-year span that didn't win state in at least something. Like, and people want to call us the class of class A. I mean, we were the only school that didn't. Glendive won their 2017 in girls' tennis themselves. But, gosh dang. um, I've talked with a number of people about certain factors that might play into this. I might want to get your take on this one, you know, like, So, I guess Glendive's only won like two titles in girls' tests. That's all they've won since 2000. You know, like since that 07 year, we've won three in football. And now, until two days ago, I mean, Sydney does unbelievably much better in individual sports and Harden Laurel Central or Harden Laurel Central. Like, what would you say, like, the difference is? Is is it fair to say, like, there can be like there's a, a difference between these like Northeastern a schools, like besides Lewistown this year, of course, and like the Southeastern a that mostly dominates the landscape and a lot of different things year after year, like they're more consistent and, and they're just complete, like all across the board.
1: Yeah, um, I'm not sure uh, what the difference is necessarily. Um, but, yeah, I've noticed that too. You know, my freshman, sophomore years, um, you know, I'll just talk about basketball, for instance. um those teams you know this that's the southeast southeast day with a uh, hard central laurel were, were super dominant you know you're looking like sending them three to state every yeah, year and
0: Lew- Lewistown wasn't Lewistown yet like Lewistown didn't even make state that year that they weren't what they would become they had a Fisher wasn't even in high school yet Royce was a freshman leading the conference in scoring
1: yeah yeah and so now you look you look now and um you know the Northeast is starting to I think I mean have a lot more success you look at, you know, Lewistown, uh, Glendive. Glendive's made state in basketball the last couple Two of years. Two years in
0: a row. Those were the first since 07. And Lewistown state title this year, first state title by a Northeastern A school since 1994 when Haver won it. How about that, as Vern Lundquist would say?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. Big. it seems like the Northeast Conference um, is starting to get up there and be really, really competitive with the Southeast and the other conferences.
0: 100% my guy,
1: 100%. And
0: I don't want to say there's any other schools that are headed down, but I mean, I thing. think Miles City was able to sweep Laurel for the first time since even before 07, 06 was the last time they beat Laurel on the road or even swept them or
1: both. Yeah, that was good to see. And um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Laurel has a good class again coming up, but it was good to see um, Miles City be able to sweep them in basketball this year. And, uh, yeah, just kind of break that throughout uh, as you were talking about.
0: But- yeah, and, of course, I'm not sure I should allow myself to talk about Billing Central on here, but private schools are private schools. You know, success is not an accident, and that's as far as I'll go. Like, for those private schools. Enrollment means nothing in that regard, you know. Yeah, I know
1: we've had this discussion before. and uh, I've
0: had this discussion with a lot of people. Like, yeah. like, some people
1: agree with me. Some people bash me for it. Well, I'm on the same page as you are for that one, Zach. So <laughs> that's that. Um,
0: I've come to the conclusion maybe like maybe like some schools are like just better than others. Like I feel like you can find schools like – all different sizes, abilities, and certain things. Um, the West is dominant in some sports. I mean, I feel like football is like the one sport like anybody could win it. Like the the East doesn't have necessarily a title drought. The, the, the East will never have a title drought in football in any classification as long as the MHSA still offers it. Probably until the Yellowstone Caldera blows up and kills us all.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think – um yeah, as you're looking at like basketball, football, I think East West is a little bit more um even as far as that goes. But then there's sports like I don't know about other sports, but for tennis, for instance, in Miles City, we don't we don't have any indoor facility. You know, a lot of the East, you look at Glendive, no indoor facility. Lewistown, no no chance at an indoor facility. Billings does have one, but I know it's very limited. Um, you know, then you just, you look around these Eastern tennis schools, no indoor facilities, you go to the West, they do have access to those indoor facilities that they can use year round. And that, I think, I mean, that just makes us Eastern kids, uh, big underdogs in that sport because we got, I mean, half a year, I mean, half the time we can practice and get better at it. And so that makes it just that much more uh, impressive in my opinion.
0: Exactly. And you go East to North Dakota, where I'm going to school wilson has an indoor facility and
1: dickinson has an indoor tennis facility i mean oil country isn't it yeah yeah but i don't see it happening but it sure would be nice if uh growing up i we had a uh, access to a facility like that and it just oh, provides right. so many more opportunities and that drought probably you know wouldn't be the case because there'd be kids uh Playing all year long, getting a lot better. You work a little bit harder, right?
0: Small town, you know, you like make do with what you got, you know, like there's schools that used to have a dirt track of all things, but something I thought of speaking of to tennis, Someone needs to come to me and explain to me why Sydney and Laurel do not have tennis programs.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I've wondered that myself through the high school years. Um, I feel like they'd have, you know, decent athletes that would be able to fill the team, um. And so, yeah, I'm not sure uh, if they ever did have one and it stopped or if it's just never a program that got started up at those schools. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, weird to me. Yeah, could
0: be worse. Mile City and Sydney could have girls' cross-country programs but not guys' cross-country programs, as was the case prior to the decade of the 2010s. It was pathetic. But thank God they added it. They got with the dang program there. So that was good for my benefit. As those are the sports I did cross-country and track. Um Oh my god. I'm still even from the outsider's perspective, I'm yeah, cloud nine right now. I mean it's like it's like hype, you know, like one of your teammates goes up for a poster dunk and everyone comes off the bench. I'm known to do that when Dalton is involved in something that is going really well. Ain't that right,
1: Dalton? It sure is, and yeah, like I said, you know, those videos you got, I showed everyone, and it just pumped everyone up, and it's just, you know, it's great to have your support, Zach, and uh, all the CCDHS teams, you know, they know, they got your support, and uh, oh, yeah. it's just great, great to have a guy like you on our side. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like that.
0: I'm fucking like that, and when uh, I was... I was cursing a little bit in those videos, you know, I don't know if the coach, co- those coaches probably didn't mind that shit, They like, you know, it, I, it was, it was, a, it was a friend of theirs that was celebrating, after, wasn't it?
1: After the state titles, Zach, everyone was pumped up by it, yep, I, you know, I can't, I can't condone those words, uh, usually, but, um, everyone was pretty pumped up, and, uh. And we're adults now, ain't that right, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are, and so, yeah, no one had an issue with it, um. And another thing I'd like to mention, uh, we haven't talked about at all is, uh, I'm proud of how our boys tennis team performed this year. Uh, I think we set a, a, um, a school record sending nine out of 10 boys on the roster wow. to state from divisionals. Um, uh, we sent three of our four singles players and, uh, all three of our doubles teams, which is, it has to be a school record for points and, uh, sent. And so I'm super proud of them. Uh, they ended up not placing anybody at state, but, uh. We had several guys win some matches with um, Jake Larson winning a couple. I think Ryder Lee won one and uh, away from placing. He still got next year. So yep, he does. And yeah, he was a match away from placing. Um, and so was our doubles team of Charlie Lang and Samson Host- Hostman. They uh, were both uh not just one win away from placing. So they got eighth place instead of getting that sixth place medal. Um, but yeah, next year for the boys we'll bring back Jake, who I think will have a lot of success. You know, he won the divisional title this year and. Um, Hopefully we'll have, be able to play at State next year, have more success there. Uh, then we also got, you know, um, the doubles team of Owen and Isaac coming back. They were our three doubles team this year that went to State. Uh, didn't get a win, but we're competitive. Uh, then our number two doubles team of Tegan March and uh, Gentry Holman uh, got the 2 seed out of the divisionals. No juniors, years, right? Yep, yep, both juniors, so they'll be back. And uh, they didn't get a win at State either, but we're also super competitive. I think losing their – second match in two tiebreakers which is a painful way to lose. Wow. Like then, that's, there were
0: some really tough losses on the double side when you played like, like like obviously you winning you had like enough points to get third but the rest of the team nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was a uh, yeah, it was painful uh last year being a senior I, it would have been really cool to get that team title. But um you can control what you can control. <laughs>
0: got that repeat title and
1: football 19 is better than nothing ain't that right it is Yep. Yeah, i i can't complain um i think yeah i'm satisfied with you know the high school high school career i had in the uh team and individual accolades so
0: college. colleges right now winning a bunch of matches
1: as a freshman does does gpac have a conference tournament that you play it in or oh they do yep so at the uh end of the season there's a gpac tennis tournament and uh the winner goes to nationals actually and our team this year, um, I think we had the we had the most successful season in Morningside tennis history. I uh, ended up getting second.
0: When is a team in order to go
1: to nationals? Yep, um, everything's team-wise in college, so uh, they do it in a point system to seven. There's a six singles matches, and each one of those is worth one point. And then there's three doubles matches, and the majority winner of the three gets one point. So if you win two out of the three doubles matches, you get that one point. And then first one, first team to win four points... Uh, Yep, no, just just four points. Uh, head-to-head team because there's six singles matches, other than the one doubles point. So whoever wins the four points, um, wins as a team and moves on. Who won it for GPAC this year? Uh, Midland, and I think they've won it the last three or four years. Um, but I'm I'm confident in our squad next year. Um, we got everyone but one guy coming back, and uh, I know Midland lost a couple guys, so I have a lot of confidence that that could be us next season. Man, you have to. You I best hear that you smack talks to some Midland
0: kids like go booby miles mode. You just jealous cause you from Midland. <laughs> you
1: remember that from Friday Night Lights? I you know, I I don't, Zach. I can't say I've watched. Uh and, I I can't say I remember and, much of that.
0: And here here's another quote. Here's one that you 100 percent remembered. And I let you hear it at Buckinghores. And here's what I said. We were gonna get drunk, we were gonna get wasted, and we were gonna win state, but not on that particular night. And here, here's what we're gonna do tonight. We're we're gonna have a little fun. We're gonna jump on the podcast, but we're, we're gonna win st- and we're gonna win state. But we all already did that two days ago.
1: Oh yeah, I remember you telling me that before before the state tournament. I then told me that again today when you saw me just like that. We're gonna win state two days ago, and
0: yeah, but we, well, we already did two days ago. I said that at Riley Klein's graduation party I, when I was playing some cornhole with him. <laughs> Speaking of which, I still want a
1: backyard like that. It would be nice. It would be lots of fun. Yeah, who mows that grass? Knows that grass? <laughs> it's a great question. I'd have to ask the clients.
0: I'm, I'm not, not sure. There.
1: Hopefully they're listening to the podcast and can give us an answer in the
0: comments.
1: <laughs> 100%. Again, it's breaking Bad, you know? You're know, you
0: goddamn right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. But, yeah, what a weekend, Zach. What a weekend. Drought ended. Old Mile City, after 16 years. Sixty long years, your long non-football wait is over. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. This ain't the dunk contest, but it's over. And I fully expect that it is not another 16-year wait. And yeah, yeah. I guess that's all I have to say. You know, like we're gonna go back to our respective ways to college. We're gonna continue to talk about this shit. And you know, oh yeah,
1: and uh. Yeah, I know, you know, our girls now that are coming back and new girls that are interested in the program, um, after winning it, you know, they're they're hungry to win another one. And so, as I told you earlier, you know, our goal is to just repeat, win it next year instead of, oh, yeah. instead of 32 years. Yeah, one like year 90
0: and 91 did it. Can this team do it next year?
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the goal, Zach, and that's, you know, that's – you want to get to a point as a program that that's the – uh Expectation every single year, and uh, hopefully that's where we get and continue to roll. You know
0: what, ladies and gents? Normally I don't go wild like this, but this is an emergency podcast episode. Okay, one, it's my podcast. Number two, it's an emergency podcast episode, so it's a different category. I can do whatever the heck I want on here.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, Zach. It's a pleasure to be on it. It's you know, it's always a fun time getting getting on the getting on the podcast with you.
0: Yeah. Best here, some Mile City folks listening. If you let me know that you listen to it, it would make my damn day. <laughs> oh my God! I'm almost like Nick Wright on here, like you know, after the Chiefs win a crazy game, like he'll get on here and go wild. That's exactly what Dalton and I are doing right now. Damn! I'm not someone to smoke victory cigars, but we have to go. Buy a pack from the smoke shop just for the heck of it. So, like, the next time, like, one of my teams wins at any level, I can just grab one, let Dalton know what I'm doing. I'm going to save it so I still have it. And, you know, I wish I knew how to screenshot screen record a video on Snapchat to save my life.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I was just, you know, I just was thrilled to see see how excited you were for for our team and uh, how how much you know even though you're graduated, uh, this school success still means to you, Zach.
0: Hundred percent, and still a bunch of stuff I don't like about CCHS but it's good doing. I mean, yeah, I was born here. You know, I grew up around this. You know, and we're a little, because, like, we're a little behind the eight ball, like, in a lot of areas compared to other schools around Class A, so I'm not going to lie.
1: It feels pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> Love to hear it, Zach. Love to hear it. Um, it's just too bad it was in Missoula and you couldn't show up, get some get some pictures with the trophy, but, yeah. you know, that's all right. Hopefully, the next, uh, next one, no, you can no, be no, there.
0: Uh, um, Where is it next year? Do you happen to know? I do not know. Okay, okay. I might have to hold off my state track plans, you know. But at that point, I'll be graduated from college, so I'll be living a little life, you know. I'll be graduating from college at that point, so I can do whatever the heck I want, you know. I'm in the real world now. Uh, got a year of school left. I'm gonna make the most of it. We're gonna have some fun. And we're, we're gonna graduate college, but not
1: tonight. <laughs> yes, sir, Zach. It was great, great talking with you on here, and you know. Just an exciting times in CCHS sports. I don't know when
0: the next time I'm going to do an emergency podcast is, but there's a more than likely chance. Who well, I'm here's hoping this doesn't become a reality, but I, I think I explained what's going to happen on the previous episode. But, you know, have Parker Buckley on if the Glendive streak gets broken and Maybe he'll be the one. Who, I'll have. I'll probably have him hosting the podcast and telling everyone what's up.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm here to say. Hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't let it happen
0: against him, did you? Okay. I pro. Our kid should probably lighten up on that. He's probably listening to this. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mind, though. He's a nice kid. He's he's kind of. It doesn't really bother. Him, but anyway. Doll is out. Dalton out. We'll see you next time, ladies and gentlemen.